Wokertov, we're continuing Sefer Yoshua. Uh, we are, yesterday, we uh, basically summarized all of the kings that had been conquered by Yoshua. I do have a correction to make. According to the Chachamim, Yoshua, the wars, the, the conquest took seven years. Seven years. I, I did not say that yesterday, but I looked into it and there's good reason for it. Because we will see, we're going to bump into the figure of Kalev pretty soon. And Kalev is going to be 85 years old when we see him. And if you calculate, and if you calculate from when the sin of the, gold, uh, sin of the spies was done, and you calculate that uh, he, he basically said it was 45 years since that happened, uh, if you do that calculation, it comes out that there are seven years when they get to the land of Israel. But we'll get to that soon. Um, so that was the one correction. Now we are in chapter 13, first Pasuk. What are we going to see in the coming chapters? So we, re- we just went through the kings that were conquered. Now, of, of course, it's time to divide the land. Okay. So the way the Tanakh and the, the Yoshua is going to do it is he's going to first summarize the land that was divided on the eastern side of the Jordan. So he's going to summarize what the, the Reuven God and Hasib Menasheh got. And then he's going to go through what happened on Israel proper, which was divided by lots, which was done through a lottery system. Okay? That was a lottery system that was guided by God because it was a lottery system that also had to maintain an equi- equitable distribution of the land to all the tribes based on their population, etc. Okay? So, uh, and then interspersed in all these passages about the division of the land, there are going to be many stories. For example, we're going to have the story of Kalev, as, as I just said, Kalev conquering his land of Hebron. There's going to be the story of Kalev's son-in-law, Otniel, conquering his land of Devir. There's going to be the story of the daughters of Tzilofkad finally, finally getting their land. So all of these things are going to be in the midst and in the middle of the allotment of the land of Israel. And, and so, so what we're going, the way we're going to study is we're going to summarize the parts when it goes through the borders and it describes the boundaries. Those parts are very, very uh, heavy and dense. We'll skim them and then we'll, we'll try to focus our gaze on those elements, those mini stories that are in the middle of all this. old, coming in years. God said to him, You've grown old and you've come in years. And there's much left of the land to conquer. This is the land that is left. All of these lands are left over, the lands of these tribes, these people, these people. From Teman on the list. This is all more discussion of the lands that are left over. And now God says, All of these lands, I will conquer them for Bnei Israel, says Hashem. But in the meantime, In the meantime, please do lots, like do separated by lots for Israel according to their portion, as I commanded you. 
ואתה חלק את הארץ הזאת בין החלל תשעת השבטים וחצי השבט המנשה. And please now, divide up the land for the nine and a half tribes, which are the nine tribes plus half of the tribe of Menashe, because the other half of Menashe was getting on the eastern side of the Jordan. Why now, why did it get split between the two sides? There are Midrashim that talk about it. Um, there are Midrashim that say that God wanted one tribe to be on both sides, so that you could commun- there would be communication between the two halves of Israel. But I don't know if that's, uh, if that's the, the answer, but that's one answer. Okay? And now, um, so basically what Borei Olam says is There's a lot le- left to conquer You won't be the one to conquer it The respective tribes will conquer it So now that the land is quiet and nobody is doing battle Divide up the land And the, the smaller battles that must be fought with the smaller lo- lo- locals of each tribe Will be dealt with by the tribe themselves This is actually where the tribes are going to fail Because in Sefer Shofetim The tribes have an awful time dealing with the, with the goyim that remain in their midst, okay? But that's what's going on right now. Pasuchet. With Menashe, took Reuven and God on the eastern half of the Jordan. And now it's going to go through the portions, as we said, the portions of the eastern half of the Jordan. Of the kingdom of Og in the Bashan, that's one territory. They did not conquer the Gishurites and the Maachatites. Gishur and Maacha were in Israel until this very day. And that's going to be a, a recurring theme. There are certain. Uh, Goyim are populaces of Goyim which are going to be described to be amongst Israel until this very day. You tell me. Okay, so again, that's something we're going to be seeing over and over that there are going to be pockets like the Yivusim are going to be left in the Yushalayim area and they're going to be there Adayomazeh until, until this very day. Are these tribes with kings or these are just like what's a pocket? Because I was 2,000 men I, I don't know. It sounds like this is bigger. It sounds like this is bigger. When it says the Gishuri and the Maachati, it's like the whole tribe of people. I think it's bigger than what... I, I think a city like I would be one city of, let's say, the Chittites. You know? So we're talking larger populaces here. Only to the tribe of Levi, God did not give him a portion. The offerings of God, God of Israel, is Levi's portion, kasher dibberlo, as he said there. And Moshe gave to Bnei Reuven according to their families. Uh, let's just uh, skip a little. The area of Sichon, the king of the Amorites. That was that was the king over Hashbon. Asher hikam Moshe Oto ve'et Nesiyeh Midian et Evi ve'et Rechem et Zur ve'et Hur ve'et Reva nisichay Sichon Yoshevei Haaretz and all of the princes of Sichon Moshe had conquered. Ve'et Bilam ben Beorah Kosem and in the meantime they also killed Bilam ben Beor Haragu ben Eisel Bacherev et Chalehem. They killed him by the sword with their with the uh, other people that they killed. Vayi Givul ben Eruven. What is that? 
Yeah, but he did die in war. We see that in the end of Sefer Bamidbar. He was killed in war. He was killed in one of the wars that Moshe did on the eastern half of the Jordan River, which is what we're describing now because we're describing Reuven's portion. And this is the portion of Reuven, um, the cities and their uh, surrounding areas around their city. Next, the next tribe that's going to collect is, it's easier to use God. this book, is God. Here, God. Moshe gave to the tribe of God to the children of God according to their families and the portion to them was Yazer and all the cities of Gilad that's the whole portion of the tribe of God okay that was the portion of God their cities and their villages. By ten Moshe, now we're up to Menashe. Again, this is going to be redundant, but this is how this portion is going to be. Okay. By ten Moshe lachatzi shevet Menashe, vayhi lachatzi matem Menashe lemishvachotam, and he gave to the portion of Menashe. Vayi givulam imachanaim kol abbashan, kol mamnuchut og melech abbashan, vechol chavot yair asher babbashan shishim ir. The portion of Menashe, or this second, this half of Menashe, is going to be the portion of Og. This is what Moshe gave in the plains of Moab, on the eastern side of the Jordan, and to the tribe of Levi, Moshe did not give a portion. Why did they say twice? Um, I think the first time, I don't know. I don't know why it repeats it, to be honest. Why does it repeat the, the fact that... The first time it's referring to the left side of the Jordan, that Levi doesn't get anything. This time saying the right side. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe it could be the other way. I don't know. Weird. Right. Uh, what, what else? Okay, so how many tribes are getting a, a portion? If we count correctly. How many tribes? Yeah, so we have, we have 13 tribes, because Yosef is split. And then Levi's not getting, so we're back back to twelve. Okay, that's the math, right? So we have twelve tribes getting portions. Okay, it is confusing because we have thirteen tribes, 13. only twelve of them get land, and when we describe the tribes, we describe them as twelve, but not in reference to the tribes that got land, but in reference to Yosef being one. Okay, but that's uh, okay. Chapter fourteen. Should we continue a little? We could do a little bit. We could skim a little bit more. Um, now that we finished all of the land on the eastern side of the Jordan River, we have to get to the land that's in Israel proper. Who was involved in the apportionment of the land? Elazar Hakohen and Yoshua Binun. And Rashi Avot All of the leaders of the tribes of Israel. It was done by a lot, by lottery. For the nine and a half tribes, because Moshe had already given the two and a half on the eastern side of the Jordan, to the Levim, he did not give a portion amongst them. Because the sons of Yosef were two tribes, Menashe and Ephraim, but they did not give to, 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 to Levim. 
So that's how we came to nine and a half and two and a half. Okay? But they only gave them cities to live in and fields outside their cities. As Hashem came Moshe, so did Bnei Saldu, and they divided up the land. Okay, we'll do Yehuda tomorrow because in Yehuda's territory we're going to have Kalevs. And Kalev is going to have an interesting story. Um, but uh, yeah, that's how Hashem will do that tomorrow. And then, and then there is and then there's going to be a lot of skimming. So hopefully by the end of the week we should be almost done with all this. Baruch Adonai Adonai. Amen.